Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. So today is a new day, of course, by the grace of God. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made for us, no? has prepared for us. So as we begin this day, magkaroon tayo ng uh, openness to the Lord, ng uh, willing and expecting heart to first of all receive from Him His word for us. Uh, that would guide us and help us no, as we yield our lives to His care and His, to His guidance. I-center natin yung mga thoughts natin. Uh, let's take a deep breath and i-release natin kay Lord yung mga cares and worries and mga things to do natin for today. The Lord will take care of these things. Huwag tayo maging aligaga. And let us uh, let us claim yung rest that He provides for us, you know, in His presence. The Bible says now, when we put our faith in Jesus, we enter into His rest, you know. So it is not something na parang napakalayo sa atin or impossible for us to have rest. And definitely, ang rest hindi nanggagaling sa yung magbabakasyon ka. Rest is a gift from God. And you experience it and you can experience it anytime you enter into His presence. Amen. So let's do that right now. No? Tayo po ay uh, dumapit sa presensya ng Panginoon and receive that rest. The joy that comes from His presence. The strength no, that comes from Him. In the midst of our weariness or tiredness, God will give us strength. It's a privilege to serve the Lord, no? At least for me and for many others who have been serving God for, you know, for a long time. We know now it's a privilege, no? It's an opportunity uh, to be able to use our lives for the glory of God. As the Lord leads us, and according to our giftedness and life situations, all of us must serve the Lord, no, one way or the other. Kailangan makahanap tayo ng ministry na tugma or appropriate sa sitwasyon natin, no? and uh, according to the abilities and gifts that the Lord gives to us. Kasi not doing so is a sin, you know. Not serving God is uh, a sin. It's disobedience to the Lord. I'm sorry to say that, and maybe some of you might, you know, be offended by it. But I don't mean to say, of course, that you know that we should be put to shame. Just to encourage you, lang, to find your ministry. There is something that you can do in the kingdom of God. If you pray about it, the Lord will show you. Okay, 
Now, at the same time, of course, we must have the right understanding of what it means to be successful in our service or ministry to God. Most people want to be successful, of course, when they go and do something, no? even make an allowance a ministry. Pero we must not define success based on worldly standards, you know. That is very common and tempting to do, no? Now we judge yung ating ministry by the standards of this world. Instead, we must serve God faithfully, no? According to His standards of success. And that's what we want to look at right now in the life of John the Baptist, who I believe exemplifies a successful ministry. Even though, uh, you know, pansamantala lang yung kanyang ministry, did not last very long. As you well know, si John the Baptist was uh, beheaded. Uh, but, you know, and his ministry is not as uh, sabihin natin na uh, uh, kung i-compare natin kay Jesus, siyempre, uh, he's just the forerunner. Pero I believe na taking into consideration yung kabuuan ng kanyang ginawa, I would say na he was successful. So, I want you to join me sa Luke chapter 3, verse 15 to 20 uh, as we talk about success in ministry. Amen. And by that, of course, I don't mean to say pastoral ministry lamang, no? Every kind of ministry like prayer, ushering, helping out, uh, facilitating a small group, uh, you know, conducting or facilitating a uh, real-life Bible study or any of those things that ginagawa natin for the Lord. These are all ministries. So when I speak about success in ministry, I mean anything that we are doing by faith to serve God through our gifts and talents according to our life situations. Okay? So, wag natin limitahan lang ito sa mga taong tulad ko na nasa pastoral ministry. So, let us read uh, starting from uh, verse 15. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Christ. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one more powerful than I will come, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and preached the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked uh, John up in prison. So this is God's word for us. And I want us to open ourselves to the Lord. And uh, listen carefully. Kung merong word or words or phrases or ideas 
that God may use to impress His purpose for you for today. Maging open tayo sa Panginoon. So let us pray. Dear God, You are sovereign, Lord, in our lives, and we thank You for whatever situation we are in sa buhay. And we know, Lord God, na it is always possible for us to find a ministry uh, that will glorify Your name, regardless kung kami bata pa o matanda na or whatever yung aming age. According to the abilities that You give to us, O Lord, and by faith we're going to use them, whether it's something that is obvious or nakikita or maybe something in the background. Regardless, Lord, right now we want to open up ourselves to you to learn from John the Baptist what it means to be successful in ministry. So speak to us, O Lord, at uh, nawa magkaroon kami ng tamang standards in evaluating whether we are, in fact, being successful in what you want us to do for the glory of God. So this we pray, asking and expecting, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts through the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So purihin ang ating Panginoon sa araw na ito, and uh, thanks be to God. Again, thank you everyone for uh, joining us today. So, success in ministry, yan po yung topic natin. And like I said, uh, we're not just talking about yung mga ministries that are obvious or prominent, yung mga nakikita natin up on stage. I'm talking about uh, any kind of ministry. <laughs> Kahit yung mga nasa likod lang. Do? Uh, those who support, no, for example, or those who pray. Every kind of ministry is uh, an important part of the whole picture. And so I want us to be able to understand uh, how we can, you know, uh, judge or sabi natin, evaluate. Although, nasa, nasa Panginoon naman yon the final judge of what we do. Pero we can more or less measure or look into what we're doing. And it's also good for us to do so every now and then to assess kung yung ministry ba natin uh, is still according to God's will or whether na liligaw na tayo ng landas, okay? So, our question today is, what does it mean to have a successful ministry? And looking at the life and ministry of John the Baptist, I see three priorities which are very important, no? Three priorities. Una-una, uh, always point to Jesus. Yan yung nakita kong uh, remarkable trait ni John the Baptist. He was willing to uh, become lesser so that Jesus would become greater. So always point to Jesus. And, uh, and let's look at verses 15 to 17. Sabi niya, the people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Christ. Now listen to that statement. That means, see, John was really making an impact. 
So much so that people are really excited about it, no? They were expecting, you know, and uh, they were wondering in their hearts, you know, siya na ba yung Christ? Whether si John ba yung Christ? So, in other words, John was making an impact. Kung titignan natin from the outside, uh, he is uh, successful from worldly standards. Sabihin natin, uh, he's gaining an audience. People are listening, you know, and they are responding well sa kanyang uh, ministry. Pero look at what uh, he says, you know, in, in verse 16. John answered them uh, all, I baptize you with water. So, of course, that's his role, yung to baptize people, no, with water. Kaya nga tawag sa kanya, John the Baptist. But one, more powerful, but one more powerful than I will come, sabi niya. The thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Yung describe ni John the Baptist is the, ika nga, the lowliest o the, pwedeng gawin ng isang servant or slave. And basically, sinasabi niya, he's not even worthy to be called a slave in relation to Jesus. Now, sabi niya, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So, in contrast sa ginagawa niya, which he can only do so, you know, through yung, nga, yung water, baptizing people through water. Of course, he's trusting God that his ministry has uh, significance. Pero he knows that the true life change can only happen uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And only Jesus can actually baptize people with the Holy Spirit. And sabi niya, and also with fire. You know, that means uh, it, it, yun, it's explanatory, no? Kumbaga, pwede natin sabihin with the Holy Spirit, that is with fire, parang ganun. So, hindi yung merong pang isa pa, may fire pa, and then may Holy Spirit. So, the fire, of course, referring to that uh, purifying uh, process that happens to those who are filled with the Holy Spirit, they are transformed, you know, in their inward selves. So, sabi ni John, only Jesus was the one who's, who's coming, no? Uh, right after this, we would hear about the baptism of Jesus. Uh, and God, the Father, will declare uh, the Son, no? Now, in verse 17, sabi, His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor to gather the wheat into his barn but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire now this is of course a picture of uh, you know the totality kanga, of the ministry of Jesus yung winnowing fork uh, of course yun yung ginagamit ng mga farmers para maihiwalay yung pinaka wheat dun sa parang covering nito no which is the chaff and usually inihipan lang naman yun but uh, also in many cases sinusunog yun and so what it doesn't mean of course that uh, Jesus will come to condemn people kasi malinaw yun sa ibang gospels that he, he does not come to judge but to save pero people judge themselves when they reject him so, they ikanga, choose to be outside of His saving grace. And because of that, they will come to judgment. But at any rate, what is important dito that I want to highlight is this. A successful ministry always points to Jesus. 
I remember while listening to a book, no, uh, concerning uh, you know the 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 weaknesses that uh, leaders have to face, you know, some ministry nila. Uh, this author used to be under the staff of uh, Timothy Keller. And Timothy Keller, for those of you who may not know, siya yung uh, founder and pastor of Redeemer Church sa New York. Pero retired na siya. And actually, he's sick right now, no, suffering from cancer. Uh, but nevertheless, itong author na sinasabi ko sa inyo, the way he spoke about Timothy Keller, you know, although hindi ko na makilala si Timothy Keller personally, pero he described him this man, si Timothy Keller, as a man who's uh, not interested in himself. By the way, he's quite famous, no? For some of you, baka din siya kilala. He's quite famous all over the world. Pero si Timothy Keller daw never, you know, considered himself famous, never talked about himself. Instead, he always pointed to Jesus. You know, and I think of my own ministry Sometimes I'm so concerned about my own reputation, what others think about me, whether I'm making an impact and so forth. And it's good to be reminded na walang, walang kinalaman yan sa success ng ministry mo, whether ikaw ba ay kilala or marami ba na nakikinig sa'yo. And it's good na minsan, you know, when we assess our ministry, Maring in the standards of this world, hindi ka naman ganun ka-successful, hindi naman ganun karami mga tao ang nai-impact ng ministry mo. But what is important is that you're always pointing to Jesus. As the pastor of RLCC, sometimes may mga moments that I question, you know, whether I'm doing anything na worthwhile in the kingdom of God kasi wala naman ako ganun karaming audience, no? But it's good to be reminded always That's not about me It's not about how Successful in the eyes of the world Yung ginagawa natin It's about Jesus So I will continue to point to Jesus And, as, and I hope that you also will do the same Kahit ano ba yung pinagagawa sa atin ng Panginoon And even if there are times Na maaaring people might affirm us Always point to Jesus. Let Him receive the glory and not ourselves. Now, secondly, the second priority that nakita ko kay John the Baptist is that he was always proclaiming the gospel, the good news or the gospel. Of course, according to how the Lord has revealed it to him at that point. No, Let's look at verse 18. Sabi sa verse 18, and with many other words, okay, John exhorted the people and preached the good news to them. So this is a summary statement of the ministry of John the Baptist. He was always proclaiming the good news. It's not parang, you know, hellfire and brimstone, parang lagi na lang puro to sa impyerno. No, he's, he's talking about the good news. He's always encouraging people to come to God. Because even if you have to tell people about the judgment of God, our purpose po is not to scare them or to make them feel parang unworthy. And dapat ang goal natin palagi is for people to believe that in Christ, whoever they may be, 
it is possible to experience you know the fullness of salvation in the kingdom of God uh, you know this is the good news walang tinatangi ang Panginoon kahit sino pa tayo kahit na tayo ay mga makasalanan pa or ano ba yung mga nagawa natin we can all experience you know together with others yung the, the whole package of salvation in the kingdom of God through faith in Jesus and this is what we must always help people to understand so true success in ministry I believe is always focusing on the main thing it's not about attending church it's not about you know being present on Sunday it's believing and experiencing the good news of salvation sa buhay natin and whatever it is that we're doing lagi natin dapat isinasaisip how can this ministry whatever ministry ginagawa mo maybe you are in the support ministry prayer ministry small group ministry preaching ministry whatever ministry you know giving ministry kodo man yan we must always ask ourselves the question, how is this helping in proclaiming the good news? Don't just do things kasi parang, well, gusto ko tong ministry na to. Halimbawa, maraming tao gusto nila yung worship ministry. They want to sing. They want to play instruments. Now, there's nothing wrong with this ministry. In fact, kailangan na kailangan yan in the church. But sometimes, people who are engaged in such ministries don't think about the good news at all. It's more about, you know, how they would enjoy the experience. Separate, if you're a singer, it's really wonderful to be able to sing. If I'm a musician, masarap tumugtog. But if that's all there is to what we're doing in the kingdom of God, we're missing the whole point. Let us sing in order to help people come to the knowledge of God through faith in Jesus. If we play musical instruments, let's do so so that people may be encouraged to trust in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Whatever it is na ginagawa natin, whether prayer ministry yan or giving ministry yan, it must always be gospel-related. You know, just a few days ago, our church received uh, some gifts from someone uh, that would enable us to do our ministry well. Mga equipment ito, mga sound equipment, like speakers, mixer. So there was this generous person who, you know, s sent these gifts to us as, a, as our church, you know, uh, is in need of these things. Kasi nga, because of the pandemic, karamihan sa mga gamit ng church na sira na. So, he found out about it. Well, actually, I told him about it. Sabi ko, hindi na gumagana yung mga equipment ng church. And so, he sent somebody and uh, sure enough, after a few days, dumating na yung mga regalo niya na mga speakers and all of that for RLCC. And of course, I was so glad and so encouraged by that. And uh, so, nagpadala ko ng mensahe sa kanya, sabi ko, maraming salamat sa, 
sa inyong tulong. And what he said was really very encouraging. Sabi niya, it is our joy and and privilege uh, to participate in the proclamation of the gospel, especially through your church. Sabi ko, wow, how I wish na ganun lahat ang mga tao. That whatever they do, they do it so that the gospel may, may spread. Kasi most people, they come to church in order to receive, you know, para ma-encourage sila, para ma-bless sila. Sometimes they give sa offering kasi parang naisip nila, well, kailangan ng church yan. Not so many people are thinking about the gospel in what they're doing. So that's what I pray for. Sa paglilid natin ng mga small groups, think about this. Is it really about the gospel yung ginagawa mo? Or is it just something na parang nai-enjoy mo lang? Always, ano, i-center natin palagi do sa main thing. do sa priority, no? First, always point to Jesus. It's not about you. It's not whether you are being affirmed or not. And always proclaim the good news. Kasi yun ang talagang mission natin. To proclaim the gospel. And last but not the least, always practice integrity. Yan ang kailangan sa mga taong nagsuserve. Always practice integrity. Let's look at verses 19 to 20. Sabi sa verse 19, But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil, and all the other evil things he had done, okay, Sabi ito sa verse 20, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. And as you well know, uh, that ended uh, in a very sad note kasi si John the Baptist was eventually beheaded because he was willing to stand for what is right and true. Now when I say always practice integrity, this is not as easy as we might think. Especially since, uh, lalo na, for example, just to illustrate, in our small group ministry, it's quite natural na over time, nagiging close ang mga tao sa isa't isa. So, siyempre, napakasarap na magkaroon ka ng mga close friends who are also Christians, di ba? And being in a small group at that, of course, is quite edifying. The problem is sometimes we prioritize yung friendship more than the purpose and will of God. So minsan kahit may nakikita tayong hindi tama, ayaw natin magsalita kasi naiisip natin baka i-reject tayo ng tao na yun o baka mawala yung friendship or baka hindi na tayo gustuhin ng tao na yun. And I think that's the kind of ministry uh, that is not pleasing to the Lord kapag na mi-misalign yung priorities natin. I don't mean to say na maging ano tayo, no? parang judgmental or, or that we would treat people in a negative way. We should love people, always. Pero yung loving na yun can sometimes, you know, be difficult kasi we have to speak the truth in love unfortunately you know in any kind of situation mayroong mga tao who for whatever reason 
<coughs> yung para bang ino hostage nila yung buong grupo because of their dysfunctional uh, character. Parang everybody else parang has to adjust or conform to that person. Tapos yung tao na yun demands that everybody should change to please him or to please her para matuwa siya so that he would not leave or she would not leave. And so everybody else gets hostage dito and nobody wants to speak the truth. Now I believe this is not success in ministry. This is failure. Kung merong mga mali, of course we have to admit it and we have to ask forgiveness and we have to repent. Pero at the same time, kung meron tayong mga kapatiran o kasamahan who think na they can remain in their dysfunctional and worldly way of thinking and expect everyone else to change para they would be happy. I think we need to learn how to draw the line and say, we love you very much, brother, or we love you very much, sister. But we have to say this to you. It is wrong for you to have this attitude, kunyari, or it is wrong for you to be doing this in your life kasi this is not pleasing to the Lord and it will damage your life and damage your loved ones and so forth and so on. So, success in ministry is always choosing to practice integrity. So, these are the three priorities that I would say uh, define true success. Uh, una, always point to Jesus. Pangalawa, always proclaim the good news. And pangatlo, always practice integrity. So if I would summarize it, it's this. No? Success in ministry comes from having the right priorities. And when we're doing the right priorities, you know, uh, Jesus, the gospel, integrity, kahit na hindi mukhang successful ang ministry natin from the outside or from worldly standards, it's still successful in God's eyes. So, ang tagumpay sa ministeryo ay galing sa mga tamang prioridad. Let us examine our ministry right now and let's ask ourselves kung tayo po ba ay andun pa rin sa tamang priorities. You know, let us ask the Lord to give us courage to maintain our focus. And if you know somebody who's serving the Lord na medyo na out of focus na or kaya lang niya ginagawa yung ginagawa niya kasi he or she feels good about it and it's no longer about Jesus, it's no longer about the gospel, it's no longer about integrity. Then maybe we can talk with that person and by God's grace help that person see na hindi ito ang tunay na basis ng success. So I hope that these thoughts uh, would uh, penetrate our hearts and that we would be able to repent if necessary or recommit ourselves you know, to the Lord according to His will. So let us uh, pray. Lord, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, for reminding us that true success in ministry is all about having the right priorities. Jesus, the gospel, and integrity of life. 
So Lord, maraming salamat sa iyo uh, for your word and I pray, we all pray, Lord God, tulungan niyo po kami that we would always point to Jesus. Always. That we would always be eager to proclaim the gospel or help in the proclamation of the gospel. And last but not the least, to really live and serve with integrity, with purity of heart, at hindi yung kinocompromise namin, Lord God, ang truth. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon. Uh, thank you, Lord, for your grace. We love you and we want to honor you for the rest of our lives, O Lord. So, tulungan niyo po kami. Maraming salamat po. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash See you again.